Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our little feelings, and then make those characters fight for our amusement and yours too. We're not selfish that way. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is... 
plenty of Ken Napsock. <laughs> oh man, and and uh, I'm I'm sober today, man. I know. Be- I I normally have been saying a little bit of whiskey and a lot of Ken Napsock. We're recording a little bit earlier in the afternoon, bit of, <laughs> middle of other stuff, so we don't we don't have our whiskey right now. You know, it works better when I say a little bit of whiskey and a lot of Ken Napsock instead of just <laughs> here today is plenty of Ken Napsock. Yeah, plenty, is, plenty. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we're executing uh, some kind of caution. Yeah, on our drinking habits, it's yeah. highly recommended. Yeah, it, you gotta you gotta do it sometimes. You yeah. gotta not drink now so you can drink later. That's how I am cautious. Literally the truth today. <laughs> anyway, this is a, a fun episode of Data Bank because I, I like to be a little bit timely with when they come out sometimes. Right. And we are staring down the face of the return of Rebels, the Ooh. big final season, yeah. final half season. Coming up soon, so uh, we've we've had some fun with some rebels characters before, but yeah, I wanted to dive even deeper. Most notably, Chopper with that Chopper, cape. Chopper with that cape, that was great. Yeah, yeah. good as Morgan and the Puffer Pigs, a great uh, indie band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this yeah. time, this time we we got somebody a little bit different. Uh, okay, do you, do you feel ready? I feel ready, man. I feel ready. All right, I feel nervous actually. <laughs> Our first combatant is. Everyone's favorite character from Rebels, Controller LT319. Uh, you see so many T-shirts of this guy at conventions. Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say. Controller LT319, outfitted with Lobot tech headgear, was the lead intelligence officer aboard the Imperial listenership near Killen Station. Ambitious and scheming, Controller LT319 was eager to impress Grand Admiral Thrawn and reprogrammed Chopper in an effort to discover the location of the rebel base. The plan would backfire, however, when Hera Syndulla restored her droid's original programming and reversed the feed, destroying the listenership and Controller LT319 in the process. And I think, uh, if we're not mistaken, this is voiced by Josh Gad, right? Oh, is it really? I believe yes. this Okay, was. yeah. You know, honestly, I don't really remember exactly what his voice sounds like. I just remember that he looks like Lobot if yeah. Lobot's career goal was uh, to design tech for Apple. <laughs> yes, yes. So this, uh, yeah, this Lobot-ish uh, guy here <laughs> was also, uh, according to these notes, designed to look like story group uh, member Pablo Hidalgo. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I just insulted Pablo Hidalgo without <laughs> meaning to. My apologies if you're listening to Mr. Hidalgo. Uh, but yeah, but he, he's got the Lobot headgear. But then yeah. doesn't he have some pretty uh, Silicon Valley specs on there? He really does. It's like it's a sharp pair of glasses, you know. <laughs> it almost looks like they're like yellow tinted, like he's going skeet shooting, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what else does does Wikipedia have any other details on him, or is it just more details of that one episode <laughs> of Rebels where he dies? Just that one episode of of Rebels, but I love it. So listed when he dies is his two BBY before Battle Yavin space just died in space. <laughs> Species human, uh, gender male, hair brown, what's left of it, eye color brown, and skin color light. And that is a, a what is his cyborg, it's called an AJ6 cyborg construct. Okay, mm. so now I'm all confused because the databank lists it as outfitted with Lobot tech headgear. And right. now we know from the Lando comic that that was just Lobot's name. It's not, yeah. that's not like, you know, that, that's like saying... It's, Beats by Dre is the name. Yeah. There's a guy named Beats. Yeah. Well, what that's interesting is that this, what's one of the first, I won't say air with the databank, but like uh, 
They're just talking to the general public, like, oh, you know you that know. guy from Empire? He's got that. He's stuff. got the things like a, it looks like Lobot's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> and then LT319. I wonder if is, is, is LT Lobot Tech? Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe. But this is, yeah, this is interesting because it is the first sort of, that's, that's Wiggly with Canon to just name it after. Yeah. You know, could it be that Lobot was the first one who, but, well... <sighs> So this, all right, let's talk about this tech. This tech is stuff that you get from the empire or from the open market just to be like, yeah. it's basically just a huge Texas Instruments for your head. It's yeah, a calculator, you're, right? You're, you're plugging on in here. So it's the AJ Up 6. I don't know how to, it's got a symbol, cyborg construct, also known as the Lobot Tech Headgear. Oh, okay. It was a cybernetic device attached into the backside of a user's head designed to increase the user's productivity in exchange for their personality. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then that was the story in the Lando comic where we learned that uh, that Lobot, Low, as Lando yeah. calls him for most of the issues, is fighting to keep his, his personality. His personality. Uh, so it wants to take over. So then for controller uh, LT319, he still had a personality, right? He, 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 he was snarky. He did. He was snarky. He was he was um, full of knowledge and snarky, so definitely <laughs> based on someone we know. Um, so yeah, uh, but I, I took it. I mean, he was stern. He was withdrawn. Yeah. He would take no guff on Twitter. That is true. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. Space so, Twitter, space me. Twitter. If there was space to Twitter. Uh, all right. Uh, any any other uh, quote from LT three one nine? Not even a quote, which is disappointing because he you said a lot in that episode. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and we know from uh, the the good parts of this databank description that he's a uh, ambitious and scheming. Okay, which makes we'll sense. Take, yeah. He's and he takes unnecessary risks, which allow him to be blown up and die right. in space. Right. So, how do you feel about this guy? Well, I didn't. I remember not really taking to this episode. Yeah. And it was in the middle of uh, you know we want a Kenobi Mall, we want all that kind of stuff, and a lot of times just these. These episodes show up that are a little bit less budget, uh, you know, uh, maybe Josh Gad got scale for this. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, so I didn't take to this take to this episode and this character as maybe uh, as much as they wanted me to. I don't know. You okay. Know? It's, it's fine. It's cool. And once I heard it was uh, voiced by Josh Gad, I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah. You know, he's a big Star Wars guy, Star Wars fan. So it's all it's all good. I don't have any ill will towards this character. Just... I just I'm familiar with who he is, and uh, that's about it. You okay, know? great, great. Yeah, uh, I was so excited to see the Lobot head tech gear, and to see like, oh well, that's a thing that a lot of people in the galaxy mm-hmm. might have volunteered to have. I like yeah, knowing the that's... backstory of it. The backstory of it's really cool. Uh, but the LT three one nine himself with the glasses. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was an interesting idea to have this very stationary villain whose mm-hmm. evil comes from numbers. You know, it's different from right. Thrawn, Thrawn, who's like, a, you know, very political and artistic and philosophical. And this guy's just like, I'm going to crunch the numbers and kill you with math. Right, 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 right. That's it, interesting I mean, to me. When he hit one of his things is he's, you know, the rebels had 31% chance of using the stolen codes. And it's like, eh, it's, it's different. I like yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That w- I mean, that would have been interesting if maybe... I think it would have been more interesting in the character if he had dealt a blow. Right. In, in, uh, instead of our, our rebels mm. uh, successfully doing the old Doctor Who trick of reversing the feed, which happens in Doctor Who all the time. <laughs> so I like that. Shout out to yeah. Doctor Who. Uh, and the death 
In space. All right. Are you ready for your next combatant? Then? Absolutely. Okay. This is someone that you know a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Our next combatant is AP5. Oh. I've been waiting, waiting oh. for the right time to honor AP5. <laughs> Here's what the Star Wars.com mm-hmm. databank has to say. Proud and honorable, AP-5 was a droid that served as a navigator for the Republic military during the Clone Wars. Following the formation of the Empire, however, he was reassigned to inventory. While the position did not take advantage of his gifts, he performed his duties without complaint, despite threats and disrespect from his Imperial commanders. It was only after a fateful meeting with the rebel astromech Chopper that AP-5 came to see he did not have to serve the Empire. He helped Chopper escape capture and defected to the rebels, helping find a safe haven away from Imperial forces. Nice long entry for AP5. 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 If you don't well, watch Rebels, we'll, we'll give you a little rundown, a little bit more about old AP5 here. Yeah. You're scrolling through the Wikipedia. Scrolling through, scrolling through. So AP5 is actually a character I enjoy a lot of. Yeah. All right. So we'll get a little bit more of that there. But, um, uh, you know, there's one big thing that AP5 does, and it's this episode, right? It's this episode, oh, right? Oh, is it? I think it is. Is it the same episode? I think it's the same episode. Oh, wow. I didn't even remember I that. Thought, I thought that's what you were doing oh, on purpose. no, I no. I just wanted these two characters. Uh, uh, yeah, so, yeah. He is uh, made by Iraq Kid, Iraq Kid Industries, a uh, RA7 protocol, like you said, uh, and design. The do- design is like a classic, like, New Hope era droid. Yeah, like, the, fit well was into that. originally called the Death Star droid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, gosh, I remember the, that figure. Yeah, yeah. 1.7 meters masculine programming sensor color gray uh plating color blue he is more blue than than anything which okay is, which is it um yeah and uh and is known for kind of a dulcet tones voiced yeah. by steven stanton and uh, known for singing yeah <laughs> we'll get known into the singing, singing. He, ha- he has a singing episode that uh that is uh yeah. Ken's uh, just the the bane of your Star Wars existence. I, I struggle with it, <laughs> and I've you know full disclosure have become friends with Stephen Stanton now, uh, and, and fortunate enough to to grab dinner with him and uh, his his friends every now and then. And I, I don't back off of it. Yeah. I don't back off of it. I told him I said AP Five's getting popular, and he has some AP Five shirts so you can get all oh, this kind nice, of stuff. Nice. And they're like a, they're like a musical. But I said, that's singing in space. I still don't know what happened. I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> the singing in space, uh, you know, I'd have to re-examine uh, to see if I need a Star Wars Council myself. But here's what I do like about AP5 is I love how much he is leaning into the story of the sentience of droids. Yeah. In that he has opinions. He has rights. He has skills. He should be valued for his skills. Mm-hmm. I like that he is a, a, an old droid who served during the Clone Wars. So he's got that, like, wisdom of yeah. the past uh, and how it affects the present. I like all those things. I like how emotionally is. Mm-hmm. So it would be that logical step of like, well, if you've got a lot of emotions, how are you going to express them? Right. You, you got to sing. Through soul. <laughs> got to sing. And now uh, maybe this is something that Stephen has shared with you directly or not. Mm-hmm. We're both big fans of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. There's there's some Marvin the Paranoid Android going on yeah, here, well, right? Well, it's so funny because I'm reading this d- description on Wikipedia of just – 
overall, and they say during the pan-galactic Clone Wars. And I thought, well, pan-galactic Gargle Blaster. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so Stephen uh, voices him in the vein of Alan Rickman, particularly, you know, uh, Alan Rickman doing uh, Marvin the Paranoid Android in, in, the, mo- in the 2005 movie. Okay. Which, um, I'm a big fan of that movie as well. I think it's underrated. Uh, not perfect by any means, but uh, Douglas Adams had a lot to do with that movie. That's another podcast. Um, <laughs> so, yes, you're absolutely right. Absolutely okay. right. Kind of that, uh, I'm, I'm doing it badly. Oh, my. There's you know. just like that little bit of sadness yes. to it, right? It's, it's, it is I, very dulcet. Uh, then I sing. Yeah. Oh, I know where that should be filed. <laughs> no one <laughs> listens to AP5. Uh, that's the I, I, that's the more, like, to me, the emotion of it, and that's part of the reason I like it, of a little right. bit of that, like, there's a slight drone quality to it, yeah. which is this great emotional thing of, like, you have to stop and listen to me, Mr. Uh, Russian around Star Wars people. Right. It's going right. to take KP5 a few minutes to say what he say, has to say. Say what he wants to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Any other details about AP5? Well, I was just reading about the actual singing in that episode, Double Agent Droid. Um, how uh, show director David uh, Dave Filoni cl- uh, clarified that AP5's encounter with the Nibres uh, and the song, which was happened at the end of the episode, was intended to give a lighthearted ending to a filler episode. So I don't know. Oh, Dave Filoni said Dave, a filler episode. I mean, that's not a quote. Okay, it's not a quote there, but that's that. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Double Agent Droid is. I will confirm just so we don't have any question. Is the episode okay? That that's both great. of them appear. In. Wow. So, hey, we're having a Double Agent Droid rematch. <laughs> Good job, me. Uh, yeah, because I, I think Chopper has some issues too. So this is not a filler episode. This is yeah. an important episode about yeah. agency of droids. Yes, droid, <laughs> droid, droid feelings, droid feelings, and how to express them. Mm-hmm. Two mm-hmm. different ways to do that. You can sing in space, or you can blow up a station and kill controller. <laughs> LT319. Your choice, droids. All right. Any other thoughts before we dive into this? No, other than I would apologize ahead of time for any voices I do today. <laughs> and uh, me as well as always. Pre-apologies. Let's fight. So- Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, now I'm I kind of stickler about I like to have these characters fight when they're alive, so it has to be before the events of Double Agent Droid. But since Fair enough. both these characters have some history with the Empire, there's a possibility that they might have mm-hmm. uh, encountered one another before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually want to want to take it back and see maybe what happened. Maybe maybe the LT three one nine we see now is just. A clone version of the original one. We don't know. The oh, story, yeah. The story may go in different directions here. But, yeah, I would actually like to see this closer um, to the event. Not closer to Clone Wars like 20 years prior, but more in the center of the of the height of the Empire when things were going well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, it is like right, right when controller LT319 Gets his Lobot Tech headgear. Oh, I like that. They're brand new, and he's still got a little bit more personality. Right, a right. little bit more sass. Yeah, so he's not he's not stationed yet on the IGV fifty five surveillance vessel. He is uh, maybe not fresh out of the academy. Yeah. But fresh out of this decision, I like that a lot. Yeah, maybe they're both on a star destroyer, serving on a star destroyer. Because oh, okay. AP five is an inventory guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I have to, there's a lot to scroll to. Oh, yeah. AP5 has a lot here, Joseph. He's, oh, really? He has quite, quite a story to tell. He's been a key member of Rebels. Yeah, he's, he's featured a lot. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe this will be the next animated yeah, series. But uh, in inventory droid, yeah. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. I had to get a little phlegm out of my throat to make sure that we can all drone like AP5. It's all okay. Uh, so... 
Let's uh, just make up a Star Destroyer. What What's the name of the Star Destroyer this is happening on? The Star Destroyer uh, Diabolique. <laughs> okay, I like this because I think the way the Star Destroyers get named is Palpatine is sitting around with Janice Grigatis, Zimalu, all the Imperial dignitaries. He's like, I need another evil word. <laughs> One of them is just like, ah, Diabolique. Diab- uh, yeah, I, I was on the French planet once. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Th- we're, uh, our action takes place aboard the Star Destroyer Diabolique. <laughs> <laughs> and I think our, our scene maybe begins with a controller LT319 still mm-hmm. getting adjusted yeah. to uh, all of his headgear. And he needs something from inventory. What does he need? Oh, that's a great idea. I think he needs uh, a new pair of glasses to fit his headgear. Like he had another pair, but, you know, they don't go over his ears now. There's, there's a problem here. There's something going on. <laughs> Whatever the Star Wars version is of duct tape is, yes. his glasses duct taped to his headgear because he can't see. And he's yeah. like, oh, man, I should have got my eyes done, too. A- absolutely. So, yeah, that's where he's at. So he's like... I must head down to, I can't remember Josh Gad's voice in this, but I, I, I think it's pretty okay. reserved. Yeah. Um, I must head down to inventory. I need, I need some new spectacles. Yeah, and I think like every once in a while he gets uh, strangely emotional because mm-hmm. there's that part of him that's it's fighting that's, back against the control, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think he says you know, that very calmly of like, I need the spectacles. And then I think he just stops and like almost starts weeping. Like, yeah. I need the spectacles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't, uh... <laughs> Doesn't use his, his mind's all over the place. Mind's all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> spectacles need spectacles. Spectacles. That's kind of like coursing through his brain. Yeah. Like yeah. His yeah. Heart, yeah. His One, heart is saying, "I liked my old pair." One hundred percent need new spectacles. Yeah. Don't want new spectacles. Yeah. And he pulls himself together. Like, uh, yeah. You can do this. You can do this. Controller LT three one nine. And he marches in. Yeah. The door opens. And he comes to this droid. Yeah. And AP5 slowly turns around. Welcome to the supply closet. <laughs> Please provide me your identification and your need. And I think controller LT319 says, My identification is now contained within my Lobot Tech headgear. And I think he aggressively shoves his head. He doesn't have the scan docs that other uh, Mm. people have to pull out because it's now just in his head. And I think he aggressively shoves his head toward AP5 scanning unit. I'm going to have to warn you that that head movement is considered an act of aggression by my programming. That is 100% inaccurate to Imperial Protocol. I have the file. I've pulled it up right now. Immediately in my mind, this is an Imperial statue that head may move quickly at a rate of up to 0.2 parsecs per second as long as the head does not come into contact with any property owned by the Empire, then it is allowed. One may basically swing their head about, and that is 100% okay. I understand the Imperial Protocol that you're referencing, but I like to think that even droids can sometimes interpret and think and react by their own accord. Well, that is uh, nice to know what you think. Uh, I don't think, I don't think 
emotions are. It it is 100% true that emotions are unimportant to the work of the empire. The empire. Uh, I I I need glasses. I need glasses. These don't. uh, I I love the glasses I'm wearing right now. I think I look 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 very nice. I had a girlfriend once who who said that these uh, complimented my cheekbones. But the point is, I 100% need new imperial issue spectacles that will work with my headgear. I understand your need. I am jealous that you've even experienced love. But you'll have to fill out the proper forms. I do not have time or desire to do this. I am due uh, on the bridge. Yes, the bridge. Yes, in the data pits, but on the bridge of the Diabolique in, uh, I believe, five standard minutes. Okay, Luke, uh, I'll get the paper for you. What, while you're filling it out, I'll try to find your spectacles. What are you looking for? You know what? I don't. I, I don't have time for this. Uh, I I I know what I'm looking for. I know where it's stored. I just pulled up the information. Uh, so I'm just. I'm going to get those spectacles for myself. That is 100% logical. And at this point, AP5 has reached under the desk and pulled out what is very rare paper in this galaxy. Oh, wow. He, uh, out of uh, kind of homage to Hitchhiker's Galaxy, he slips this form in front of him. Says, okay. Please fill out in full. What? Uh, pa- paper? That No, no, no. And I think he, uh, I think uh, controller LT319 slaps the paper. Mm-hmm. Out of mm-hmm. AP5's hands and just tries to push right past him. Yes, and I think I think he succeeds in a way. Here's okay. what I think: I think LT pushes past him, and and, and AP5 kind of like falls back a little bit, and kind of looks and just almost like studying. And then LT LT does what would be the worst thing for AP5. Not only has he pushed past him and and not paid attention to the form, he starts rifling through the uh, the, the closet, the, yeah, the, the, the the gear closet here. Just pulling stuff out, and AP five is like that. Please don't. Mm, in, yeah, and but don't do that. Mm. A huge crisis for controller LT three one nine because he thought that he knew exactly where the glasses are stored. Right, but he accidentally opened up uh, the the glove place. Yeah. Uh, there is a uh, a, a strange uh, imperial uh, sort of codpiece uh, crotch <laughs> protection <laughs> thing, and it's like that's that's not what he's looking for. And, the crotch armor. And what he's learned here is that. And he can deduce that AP5 has taken it upon himself to reorganize the closet <laughs> on his own time, not exactly following Imperial Protocol. Yeah. So that's angering him as well. Yeah. So so I think as he's rifling through, AP5 right away has reached his breaking point because yeah. he's all about organization and inventory. And I think he stumbles after him. <laughs> goes after him. And... Um, and taps him on the shoulder. Okay. This is not a fighting droid. Yeah. It's not a B-1 or a B-2 battle droid. He taps him on the shoulder. And I think all of this repressed emotion uh, overwhelms the Lobot Tech headgear because controller LT319 is mm-hmm. feeling uh, insecure mm-hmm. because he has the wrong information, which is exactly what these things were always supposed to prevent. Right. I'm going to make up the backstory that he used to get things wrong and he would be embarrassed. And that's why he got this. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's the that's exactly great. what's happening right now would never happen to him again. That's perfect. Yeah. And he's so ashamed. He's so angry and it overwhelms all of that Lobot tech gear. Yeah. And he turns around and he says, he's just inarticulate with rage. He's flecking. There's a big 
Wada yeah. little just spit that uh, hits AP5's big eyes, and he hauls off and he punches AP5 in the face, which doesn't Gunk. work out for his no. fist at all. No. There's a huge, ah, it's painful. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and AP5 stumbles back and is like, "Sir, sir, you are enacting a violent uh, approach to the situation." Might I suggest? <laughs> Singing a song about your sunglasses and spectacles. What? what do you need to cover your eyes? Try it. Sing with me. No. What do you? I, I know it's. I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong. Both uh, emotionally and rationally, this is wrong. Droids shouldn't sing. Ah! And he grabs uh, one of these pieces of. Uh, crotch armor that's in this <laughs> imperial extras supply closet yeah and he uses that and he takes a big a swing at mm. uh ap5's leg i love it and tries I think, to take him down i think he succeeds i think he sweeps him out by the knee and the, these protocol droids you can see from the behind the scenes making of new hope when anthony ends falls <laughs> it takes 12 people to get him back out so i think when ap5 ap5 falls this is a loud thud clunk and much like a turtle on the backside of a shell, he's just like, oh, no. What does it sound like as he goes down? What does it vocally sound like when AP5 goes down? Oh, I'm going down. <laughs> uh, excellent. And he is down. And uh, controller LT319, just in a mad fit of rage, he's on top of him now. He's, yeah. he's got both hands on him. He's trying to choke him, which is pointless because yeah. he doesn't breathe. And I think uh, controller LT319 gets so upset mm. that he's like, I will show you incorrect on allowed Imperial head movement. <laughs> and he headbutts oh. AP5. And I don't think it goes well for LT319's no, face at all. No, he is busted open, man. He's <laughs> he's earning green the hard way here, man, as they say in wrestling. He's got the blood coming down from his forehead. and uh, But he has succeeded in cracking AP5's uh, eyes, his, oh, his insect eyes. Really? He yeah. did? Okay, okay. This is fascinating because I think LT319 also smashed his own glasses. Oh, he was yeah, the wearing. ones that he was wearing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah, I think he shattered. smashes his glasses, and he smashes one of AP5's eyes. Mm-hmm. Now they're both uh, a little bit uh, wounded in terms of their, their ocular skills. Right. Uh, I, I, does AP5 retaliate? He he tries. Um, so he his, his hands, like, he reaches up and I think grabs onto LT... 319's legs. Ooh, okay. Maybe LT, now he's also trying to kick him or something. Yeah. So he does grab on, and he holds him, and he's got a droid grip. That's that's yeah, pretty hard. Yeah. And I think it's a little bit of a, like, LT5's kind of struggling on one leg, kind of like, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. And AP5's like, please, cease your violence, cease your violence. And then he kind of, like, yanks, and I think he yanks so hard, like, he pulls LT's uh, knee out of his socket. Oh! That's <laughs> <laughs> it's not fully <laughs> ripped off, but there's a loud crack. Oh, gosh. And LT's just like, all right. Oh. All right, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, mm. he's certainly in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his leg is mangled. He, he falls over. He hits a, a button, mm-hmm. and a, 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 a closet that they'd been jostling against goes... Psh- and it yeah. opens, and because it's been jostled, it, what was inside falls out, and it is just a, a rain of small blasters mm-hmm. 
falls out all over the floor between these two fighting titans. Gotcha. Suddenly, they both see, they both scatter, and I think that uh, they look up at each other through their pain, and I think maybe at the same time, they both say the statute that prohibits Imperial officers from shooting each other on duty. Uh, So it is... uh, uh, Imperial statute... 312-579, second line, third clause, you shall not fire a blaster on or at any Imperial officer. And then I think LT319 scrambles for a blaster. Look, it's screaming in pain because his his knee's real not okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's going to That's going to be a back. Well, that's a prop. Yeah. I don't even know back to. (laughs) You might just have to lose the leg at that point. I don't care what galaxy you're from. Yeah. That's horrible. Uh, Right. So they both know the clause. I guess the question is do they violate it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is truly the question. And maybe it may be a good point to pause in our combat okay. and decide who who should win, who's going to win. Uh, physically, LT319 is is outmatched. He's, he's outmatched. not a fighter. Uh, he's got a blaster, though, so he could go crazy here. Yeah. I, I think AP5 um, deserves to win. But I think we need to provide even more narrative reason for okay. AP5 to want to leave the Empire. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. on the table as a possibility. Oh, yeah. Okay. You, you, so you think that this is one of the moments that scars him? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I see it. I see mm-hmm. it. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, I am with you that AP5 is just the more likable right. of these characters. Yeah. Uh, LT319 should have maybe just dealt with his issues and not gotten this Lobot tech headgear. He's been very rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean... You feel a little pity for him because he's not in control of his emotions and he just wants some cool glasses. Mm-hmm. But he could have handled himself better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think then he does just open fire. Yes. And I think the shots go wild because he's hopping on one leg. Right. Uh, I think one eye is damaged. I think one eye got kind of at least around it got <laughs> cut up. And, you know, and I know enough about wrestling that, you know, you yeah. get your forehead cut. That's a real bleeder, that, that's right? That's a bleeder. That's yeah. A bleeder. So he's got blood in his yeah. eye. He's hopping on one leg. It's, you know, the opposite eye versus the opposite leg. So yeah. He's real <laughs> he's off balance. All, he's he's all super off balance. Yeah. Things are exploding. This mm-hmm. is a destroying. AP5, right. and I think controller LT319 is like, you want a song? You want a song? How about this? La, 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 la. Take this. Huh? La, 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 la. <laughs> I think you know, Cloud City. Yeah. <laughs> when C-3PO walks in, oh, happy to see you your face. Ichuta, and he walks in. <laughs> he, look at where he ends up, right? Yeah. Broken into pieces. Yep. That happens with one blast. One blast shot to the wrong place just yeah. explodes all your limbs. Either Anakin is terrible at putting drugs yeah. together. Might be. So I think this is what happens with AP5. Oh. I think all these wild shots, one of them, boom, hits right dead center, and he just explodes. I think, yeah, I think AP5 was in the middle of getting up and like, yeah. oh, better get to my feet and get out of the wall. <laughs> Just a rain of clean breaks. Okay, you notice how three PO was clean breaks. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, the joints just absorb all that tension of the blast, and then boom, 
So yeah. I think that's kind of what happens there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, does AP5 stay, unlike 3PO, who goes out? Yeah. Does AP5 stay sentient? Yes. Yes. Uh, his head and torso land to the ground with a thud. Okay. And LT319 is sitting there, kind of like a crazed killer, like, you know, a fit of passion, how you can get out of crimes if you... In court, where you're, oh, yeah. it was fit of rage, it was passion, crime of passion. He's got that feel where he's just like, yeah. What? And the whole time, an AP five just like malfunction, malfunction, malfunction. I believe I've been shot. I want to be in space. And he's just repeating it over. Okay, and over. okay. And I think. In, as the pain recedes a little bit, yeah, uh, and there's there's no retaliation coming from AP five, right? That the Lobot tech headgear takes over pretty much. Oh says, yeah, yeah. and is basically like going through all the Imperial rules, and like there was a hundred percent chance, right? You will be uh, killed for this. Yeah. <laughs> that you will be drummed out of the service, and you yeah. will be just just killed. You, yeah. Maybe maybe you'll be court martialed with a sentence of death. Yeah, you will be shot yeah. into space probably. Oh yeah, and then he go, he starts going like, controller LT three one nine believes that he can indeed uh, take care of this. I can, I can, I can, I can. And he's he's racing, he's racing, he's racing. He can't uh, he can't find any mm-hmm. rules to get himself out of this. And then he sees on the floor through the blood, through the pain. There's something under uh, one of AP5's legs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He kind of bends over and he pushes it aside and he sees that nice pair of specs that he was looking for. Black rimmed. Black rimmed. Yellow tinted. Yellow tinted. Yeah. Real cool. Real cool. He feels like he would have some really good tech ideas if he put these on. Right. And he slides them into place. And they, they fit perfectly yeah. with the head tech. And they almost make him think better. They yeah. make him think calmer. Mm-hmm. They make him think different. Different. <laughs> and suddenly he finds this statute that it is okay to shoot a mm-hmm. droid that is that you can prove was malfunctioning mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. that you shot them. And he realizes there, there's not a camera in here. So what all I need is I need recording of this droid singing, right. which is inappropriate, and then I can escape court-martial. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So he has to maybe go to the computers in the inventory thing here, in the yeah. closet, and try to pull some recordings? You want, you I, could, I, I, think, I, don't, I think he needs the droid to sing now. He needs the droid to sing now. Okay. Yeah, so I think he, he, gets, he, he, uh, he tapes his leg together with mm-hmm. some more material as oh, best as he yeah. can. This is painful. He, doesn't, he, doesn't, he, he closes his eyes. He doesn't look about it. He doesn't think about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> best way. I'm like that when I put on Band-Aids. <laughs> uh, someone will make that feel better later, he says to himself, logically. And uh, I think he leans over, mm-hmm. beaten, defeated, knowing that he's made a fool of himself. And I think he starts talking to the droid, like, all right, look... We can uh, we can both get out of this. That's the logical thing. We both both want to get out of this without punishment. Right. Both want to get on with our lives and uh, and forget about this. Uh, they'll let you off with a warning because uh, my records say that you are a very very uh, good droid at your job. Good droid. Uh, pe- people don't like you because you're weird, but good good at your job. Uh, 
I just need you to sing for me. Just, uh, I got my hollow recorder. I just need you to, uh, I'm, I'm in fact, uh, recording with my, my, my headgear, my Lobot head tech gear. Just need you to, to sing a song and we can both live. Okay. Any particular tune? Are you asking for a suggestion? A good performer always incorporates his audience's desires, but I have a tune. Oh, okay, yes, I know I look like I would be a big fan of jazz, uh, so maybe that, freestyle jazz. I have always wanted a brain that could think for itself, but I'm not allowed, for I am a droid. I'm dreaming <laughs> the impossible dream of being seen as one of you. So I'm dreaming the impossible oh. dream to not be a droid, to be heard and be seen. And uh, controller LT319 has just turned into a weeping mess. Yeah. yeah. The torso and head of AP5 on the ground, <laughs> limbs still smoking. <laughs> uh, controller LT319 has just melted into a, a, a pile mm-hmm. of tears. Yeah. Uh, stained his new glasses. He stained his new glasses. Yeah. The song was so beautiful. He's hoping he can edit his own tears, his own just weeping out of the recording. It's it's hard. Uh, you know, I have this hiss on my gear that I know is hard <laughs> to get out now. So, yes, it's going to be tough, LT. Yeah. So I I think that maybe uh, the controller uh, LT319 pulls himself out together and, and tries to get out of there. Do you think something more happens? Do you, do you think something more needs to happen to drive home the horrors of the Empire to AP5? I think he is... I think we kind of fade out and fade back in, and he's being, uh, or, or a wipe if you prefer for Star Wars fans. Um, I think he's being rebuilt by some other droids. Okay. And they're putting him back together, but he sees, as he's looking at them, these droids have no personality. They have no anima. They're just doing their job, doing their programming, and it affects them. And he knows that Maybe one day, somewhere out in the galaxy, he'll meet another droid with just as much personality as he has. Ah, that is beautiful. And uh, I think that controller LT319 realizes that one of the best parts of having uh, the tech headgear is that people assume that you're going to be emotional. That yes. not emotional. Not emotional. That you're going to be very rational. So he does manage to get away with this. He edits out his own weeping. Mm-hmm. He uh, shares the video of AP5 uh, singing the song. I think maybe AP5 gets a, you know another demotion or gets put into an even smaller supply closet. Uh, and then controller LT319 eventually gets so proficient with his, uh, his headgear mm-hmm. that he figures out how to erase that this ever happened yes. because otherwise the song that was <laughs> inserted into his very heart and soul by AP5 yeah. could never be erased Absolutely. if he did not erase his entire memory of yep. this event. Yep. And then he goes 
hopefully on to bigger and better, better things in the Empire. That's right. <laughs> and that is our story of the songs of the Star Destroyer Diabolique. <laughs> A beautiful, beautiful thing. I did not even realize what I was doing with the uh, the prequel no, to Double Agent Droid. Droid. It was good. And you know what I like, too? Star, the Star Destroyer Diabolique is still alive. It's still oh, in yeah. canon. We can bring it back. Oh, yeah. We're going to fight on this baby again. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can have a fight outside in the hallway and yeah. people will be walking by and going, what's going on in that supply closet? Oh, yeah. Who knows? Let's keep fighting. Databank Brawl Cannon. <laughs> exactly. We are building more and more Databank Brawl Cannon. We are having fun with some Last Jedi characters. We're having fun uh, going back to the the uh, depths of the databank for some of these rebel weirdos. We'll have a lot more battles. And, of course, looking forward to Solo. As always, if there are characters that you want to see fight, let us know with the hashtag databank brawl. You can suggest matchups, or if there's a specific character that you want to see fight, let us know. Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at CadNapsock across all social media platforms. Don't forget my podcast and AppSock Files. And I am on Twitch having a lot of fun chatting with you guys live as I pew, pew, pew my way through <laughs> Battlefront 2. Uh, just find me there under the name Ken Napsock. Excellent. And I'd like to thank Tony Thaxton for our theme music. Uh, you can check out his Patreon where he writes new Star Wars songs. Uh, his Patreon it can be found at patreon.com, I believe, just slash Tony Thaxton. Uh, you can also find stuff that I'm doing on my website, josephsgrimshaw.com. That's got a lot of stuff about live shows. It's got stuff about comedy albums. You can check out my Star Wars comedy album, Rebel Scum, that I've started to advertise here on the podcast. And then what do you know? People buy it. That's how That's advertising works. That's how basic communication <laughs> works. So good on me for remembering that after years of doing this podcast. Uh, you can also check out my other podcast, Obsessed. It was on hiatus, but it is back. We've got a new episode uh, with Ash Crossan, who's been on some great episodes of Data Bank Brawl. She's talking about her obsession with really, really bad movies, so bad that they are good of course, you can support uh, Force Center on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Force Center. You can check out our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. You can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.